All right, guys. Today I have another guest, and she likes to be remained as anonymous. Um, first, we have another perspective on relationships again. Now, I have to ask you: What are the parts about relationships that you like or don't like? Uh, the parts that I like are that you get, you have someone, you have companionship. And someone that you can spend quality time with and lean on during times of duress or whatever. Um, so that's what I like mostly is the quality time, companionship. Um, I'm very much like a lover, not a fighter. Uh, the things that I don't like about relationships is that they can get complicated when it comes to emotions. And a lot of people are... are a lot of people exclude themselves to monogamous relationships, but I think there's a lot of people in society, in the world in general, that are more polyamorous or poly. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. And that could become an issue if you and your partner are not on the same page as far as if the relationship should be monogamous or non-monogamous and... A lot of people are non-monogamous and they don't realize it. So they just cheat, which is not okay and creates other obstacles and issues. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, Okay, tell me this. What were some of the more emotional complications you think you have seen or heard or dealt with in those monogamous relationships? Uh, What do you mean by emotional complications? Anything you can think of, top of your head. Emotional cheating, physical cheating. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> uh, people who just don't are not mentally on the same level as you, or not even same level, because sometimes opposites attract. Sometimes it's not about being with someone that's exactly like you. Um, someone that is not, their mental capacity is not compatible with your mental capacity. So that is something that I struggle with. Ooh. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. I will say, especially now today, um, there are quite a few I've seen that having some problems in monogamous, uh, being monogamous and whatever with everybody else, and that um, I will say I've seen some friends that I've known a few times in the past that would try so hard to get a monogamous relationship going on, but who have a hard time keeping it together. While at the same token, I've seen more of the alpha bad boy types who pretty much had a poly situation going on there. Or there were some good alphas too. And uh, keeping that poly relationship going is going to be pretty easy for them. I guess more love to share in their minds, but hey, everybody got their own thing going on there. Um, tell me this. What were some of the best parts in a monogamous relationship that you liked? Basically, you have, like, VIP access to someone's heart. So VIP. Oh, yeah. VIP access. I got to remember that one for later. VIP. <laughs> um, that's what I like. You have VIP access to their heart, mind, body, and soul. Or you should, anyway. Um, so that's probably the main thing I like about monogamy. You have 24 access, and it's... A private VIP session. It's just you and that other person. Private VIP session. So that's it. <laughs> it's a one-on-one session. Oh, okay. Every day, every hour that you're in that monogamous relationship. 
Have you ever seen anybody who did the whole poly lifestyle? They had a problem with it? Uh, yes. I know about mm, six different people. Oh, boy. <laughs> had our poly, Amaris. Um, I have seen an example of a couple where, I guess, I was their unicorn at one point, meaning, like, I was, like, their sexual... Not ragdoll, but like their sexual. <laughs> I brought their sexual fantasies true or whatever. Oh, and I like see, I see when they those. had issues, I kept it together. And this is like a married couple, religious, like just now coming out and oh. discovering themselves with kids. They have oh. three kids, three younger kids. Oh boy. Um, so I helped with the house and stuff, and then fucked both of them. So that was fun. Oh boy. But um. <laughs> So they ended up becoming polyamorous, but it became an issue uh, when the husband kind of like I don't I don't think he's poly, and I don't think he really likes women. What? So what, what, what the hell? we're having there were some issues there. He's having a lot of internal conflict. So um, you don't think he likes women, but he's married. Yes. Oh man. He's married, but they're separated now. I bet. <laughs> I can see that. And she is with a woman, and she's with a woman exclusively, but they both date all types of men. Sometimes they fuck the same man, sometimes they don't. It just depends. And right. so I think that's like a subdivision of polyamorous, but yeah. I don't know what it's called. Meat division. Okay. <laughs> all right. See, we are we are getting some good conversation now. Uh, you're getting some dirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Life is dirty after all. Okay, so basically, that that's, I have, um, I admit I have met a few people also did poly lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I know that in order, the ones I've seen that were successful, mm -hmm. there's plenty that fail miserably. Yeah. The ones that are successful, they know that to do this, they had to keep it like a tight-knit family. I knew one, he was a very um, dominant yet compassionate leader. Mm -hmm. And he had, um, I think he had two wives. Um, he made sure the time was always split evenly. The women, they acted more like sisters to support each other. They all lived in the same house. They all pulled the money together. So basically three income, they all pretty much yeah. live pretty easily, pretty good. Yeah. Now, I will say that's not for everybody. I already know that. I will say in this case, for those three, what that for them, ain't no problem sharing mm -hmm. and living together like a family and watch each other's backs. And at the same time, um, I'm pretty to the point, even when someone's in the hospital, they will always be with each other no matter what. Mm -hmm. uh, but I know, like I said, that type of lifestyle, that's not meant for everybody. Yeah. And it takes a special type of constitution to make it work. Yeah. It takes time, patience, um, work ethic, trust, mm -hmm. kind of the whole nine yards. And um, on the other end of the spectrum, I have seen ones that have failed, and the ones I've seen that fail are ones like the girl or the guy, whatever, would go and do stuff behind the back of the others to get extra time in, talking behind each other's backs, the constant, you know, pit one against the other, yeah. a lot of power games, and next thing you know it, somebody gets kicked, somebody's crying, and one might have contemplating their life. <laughs> oh, wow. I haven't had any of those issues. Okay. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> well, um... Tell me this then. Uh, when you see a relationship get so bad, let's say, how far do you think a relationship can go in complications of problems before it's unsalvageable? 
Well, <laughs> I'm a Leo, so I don't give up easily, and I don't like to lose, and I don't like to quit, and I like to persevere and triumph through whatever I go through. Personally, that's part of my personality, so that does spill out into my personal work. It spills out into my whole entire life. Um, so it takes, like, raging, screaming, like, you're you borderline giving me an STD or you got someone pregnant or you hit me. Domestic violence had to come into play or serious verbal abuse or some type of health hazard, like, STDs, etc., etc. That whole that whole fun box of yucky stuff that none of us want to get. Hopefully, don't want to get. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a real fun Pandora's box right there. No. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, yeah, that sounds like, uh, yeah, that, that might, might do a few things. Okay, I can, yeah, I can definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah. I know some people say they like the whole angry sex and yada yada, and I have I have seen that I can see the point on some spots, but there's sometimes where it gets so far, um, you got you're causing more danger than you know, yeah, fun fun times. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's getting hurt, somebody friend coming around, uh, cop being called. That's not worth all that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's definitely not worth all that. Now, I will say this, um, in relationships, have you ever uh, dealt with a situation where the person acted like they were into you and then stopped? Or is it a situation where you felt like you were into them more than they were into you? Both. Yes, I've been ghosted. <laughs> okay, ghost busted the horse. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Both do you think ghosting has been increasing more as the years gone by? Yes. It's definitely becoming not really a fad, but just a regular habit of humans. Okay. I think the younger generation that are in their late teens, early 20s are encouraging it. I don't know if they like it or they get off on it, but um, it's definitely spilled over into like late 20s or early 30s, mid-30s, late, early 40s, late 40s, so, because I've been ghosted by, it's not just the younger generations, I've been ghosted by an older person as well, so, it's just becoming a thing now, regular thing. <laughs> yeah, I will say I have noticed, um, as years go by, and love and many is growing cold nowadays across the world, um, that it's funny. Technology, in one hand, has brought us more together as ways of communication and reaching out to each other. But at the same time, I feel it also has somewhat separated us and also... What's the word I'm looking for here? Cheapened us, in a way. I mean, for example, they have apps where you can go online, swipe, do whatever, <laughs> and literally shop for people like going for a new clothes or a new purse yeah. or a new wallet or whatever. Yeah. I like, I like, no, what, yes, what, no. And pretty much you go just like that, just like a top yeah. of the head. And in a way, it makes relationships feel, sometimes to people, cheap. And authentic. Feel like, yeah, yeah not authentic. Like basically, you can just go ahead and swipe and find the next one or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying everybody does that, mm -hmm. but I know as the more apps come out and the time goes by, 
it becoming more Naturally. of a normal thing. Mm -hmm. That to the point now, people think you are weird if you never have used a dating app. Which you're not. They're not at all. And at the point, and to the point now that people um, just coming out and trying to meet somebody will make it a lot harder. Or even trying to meet somebody face to face. Yeah. Definitely make it challenging for people who are not comfortable dating within the online app dating world. Um, definitely makes it more challenging for them to date because a lot of people are in that world, in that realm of online dating and apps. And yeah, it makes it hard. Sometimes people are awkward when you approach them face to face. Uh, yeah, people rather talk through a device, through their phone or their iPad or whatever. Oh yeah, I even seen some where uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess everybody know that we're all texting generation now. So some enjoy text more than the phone. Some will enjoy that more than even meeting up. Sometimes like I will say, no matter how much it goes throughout the times, meeting up in person will always—that's the most go-to way to go about it. Ain't the same as a prepared to texting all day or calling or whatnot. Yeah, for sure. My only thing I'm thinking about now is what will happen if robots start coming into view? How much that might also change things? I don't know. <laughs> That's a whole other world. <laughs> She's like robots. So I'm not. That's a whole other situation. But I'm okay with them. I'm I'm comfortable. I'm I robot. I support artificial intelligence, and I don't know. I think it's good. <laughs> AI situation. Okay, all right. Well, I think that'll be uh, enough for now. Until uh, next time, we'll close with this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky stories or confessions that you really want to have me read on this podcast, you can just send it to my email at bdsmnoirlife at gmail.com. Or you can find it in pretty much my bio on Anchor or my Instagram. Anyway, if you also want to find more bonus stories or ASMR, you all can check out my Patreon. I'll be constantly be putting more and more content of whatever comes in my life. But anyway, until next time.